Hey guys, what's going on there? Welcome back to the Side Monkey Podcast. I am your co-host, Matthew Angelo Sobolski, and virtually alongside the better co-host, Amanda Skrupski Muldoon. Here I am. Yeah, what's going down? Uh, it's a bright, beautiful day outside, so that is good. Yeah. We will take what we can get right now, right? Yeah, you got that right. Heck yeah. It's slippers with the with the fur, is that what it is? Slippers with the fur, my first single. Yeah. Um, it'll be coming out after the virus. Okay. Uh, after the virus, that's probably my second single. <laughs> Slippers with the, with the fuzzy fur, and then after the virus. Okay. Um, I'm yeah, writing this down here. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're jotting those down. Uh, those are going to be uh, definitely, I'd say, Billboard Top 100, maybe Top 50. Yeah. Um, and by billboard, um, I'm going to just scratch it in the bottom of a billboard somewhere. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not the Hollywood. We'll be walking by and be like, what is that? Oh, that's Amanda. Yeah. There she slippers is. With the, with the fur. Mm. Yeah. Slippers with the fur. Right. Which, I mean, no one needs shoes right now. We're not going anywhere. So. Not yeah. too far. Not too far. Now, so we we covered last week uh, nutrition, right? Fighting yeah. the, uh, the grazing. I'm trying to fight the grazing. So I, I every time I get to the fridge, I'm like, why am I here? What am I doing? And I go through, I oh, talk to myself. Huh? You talk to yourself about that? <laughs> yeah, who else am I going to talk to? Photo friends. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, no, hey. <laughs> yo, Melissa, uh, why am I at the fridge? Let's talk about this. And usually she's at her fridge and we go through, we're like, am I hungry? Mm. Do I really need this right now? Yes. I don't know. Maybe instead we should have a glass of wine <laughs> and we could zoom this out. Let's okay. zoom it out. Chat about it. Zoom is probably making a killing right now. Are you kidding me? Right? I never even heard about Zoom before mm. this. Where did they come from? Oh, they've been around. Where you, where you under Have they? Yeah. Zoom? Oh yeah, Zoom calls been around for a minute. Right now. Like how long? Like when were they developed? Are you Googling that shit? I'm gonna say probably I am. You can see me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say probably two thousand and eight. That's your guess? No, two thousand ten. Can I change my guess or do I have to go with eight? You can change it. I'm not gonna Yeah. <laughs> this is it's not a game show. <laughs> and you're wrong. Next contestant on Game Show with Amanda. <laughs> the spinoff right. of Side Monkey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Zoom calls gone wrong is the first thing that popped up really? when I tried to do this. So yeah, yeah I we don't want to see that. Did you see that there's a woman who was on a call with like all her coworkers and she she went number two on the Zoom call? Really? Kind of gross. I'm in the Zoom call with her. She took the phone in with her. Like, I would never take my phone. First of all, I can't stand it when I walk into a bathroom and someone has their phone and they're talking. And they're going to the bathroom. In the bathroom? Like, yeah. I don't know if that happens to men. That's tough. You'd be like, peeing and like one hand's got the phone and you're peeing. That happens? No, I mean, that'd be tough. I've never seen that. Women do that. They take really? the phone in the bathroom with them and they're really? chatting and it freaks me out. And sometimes like, I don't know if they're just like need privacy. So they take the phone in, okay. but it's a weird place to do it. And then like, if I have to go to the bathroom, why should like your friend is listening to me. But then if you're doing it at home, like I don't ever, I'm like, Hey, I'll call you back. I have to go yeah. to the bathroom. I never take it with me. 
It freaks no, me out. That's going to have to be a, that might be a, an episode as well. So. <laughs> a whole episode? Yeah. A whole of episode. us in the bathroom? Well, not us in the bathroom, but like talking about those sort of things. So there is on Zoom, like you could just like take your camera off. Yeah, you could turn it off. Or like mute it and like pause. Hey, I'll be back. I'm going to drop a deuce. Right. Right. Or you yeah. just leave it in a different room. Like if you're on a meeting with a whole bunch of people, leave it. Like I could leave my phone here right now and I could yeah. walk away and you would just talk. You could well, talk to yourself. Yeah. Like at the fridge. I do all the time. Like at the fridge, asking yourself those questions. I never mind talking to myself. I think I have funny things to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I talk to myself all the time, daily. Yeah. Ah, what year did you say? I said 2010. Too long. 2011. Ah, damn. I'm so close, right. though. Next contestant. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the question? And that's it. We had one, one game show, one question for all the marbles. That was wrong. That's it. I will so, move on. It's been a while. New podcast. Nice. So much for 6,000. <laughs> damn. Yeah. You're still close. It's tough. It's a tough world out there. It is. So your uh, your grazing has been going well. Yeah, so I'm just yeah. drinking a lot of water, um, and because nobody's going shopping, really, there's not a lot of snacks, so unless mm. I remember to add them to my list, I'm not getting them, so, or I eat them really fast when I get them, and then I can't graze. It's a good Who strategy. is it? Uh, who is it? It's a 401. Yeah, we just, we just, we just ended that call. Done. What the it's uh, it's my co-host, and they're calling in. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. That's a wrap on that. We're just going to... Yeah, we're going to end that shit. Anyway, can we can we delete this? No, it's part of the episode, I guess, huh? <laughs> I guess so. I'm telling you, that's my new co-host calling in, and you just hung up on them. Oh, was that a, was that a phone a friend? Oh, you know who that is? I bet. I yeah. bet that's the big guy. <laughs> you yeah. want a segue? Oh. You know what we're talking about today. So it could be, right? It could be. We're talking about faith. So and, do you believe? And and I believe maybe he was trying to tell us, like, look, get on with the show. I've got an important show to talk about. <laughs> you guys are talking about Zoom calls and when they started, and we've got some serious business we gotta get to. Right. We're talking about whether or not you believe. Um, so he's calling in. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the prompt. Thank you. Move it on. Good segue into because we're going we're going no breaks uh, because we're virtual studio and we're going right into the subject matter today, which uh, what is it, Amanda? Faith. Oh, Faith. I, <laughs> I already said it. <laughs> I said it a few times. Oh, OK. Um, so we're going to chat about faith and how it can get you through tough times and how having faith, believing in something can be really important, especially when you're feeling uncertain. And I think that's where a lot of us are right now. What is this moment? What's the next moment going to be? And if you're feeling grounded in something greater than yourself, um, no matter what that is, and we're not going to say right wrong i i have no judgment for anyone um on their faith whatever you believe in is perfectly fine as far as i'm concerned um 
we chatted last week um, at the end of the episode. I was brought up Catholic. I think you said you were brought up Catholic. Right. Um, but uh, where that path has taken me, I don't practice Catholicism anymore. I consider myself more Christian than anything. Um, there's a, a bunch of reasons for that. Maybe we'll explore that through our conversation today. Yeah. Um, but I think my belief growing up helped ground me. Um, when I was younger, it gave me a lot of um, certainty in who I was. I was very confident in my faith. We talked a lot in um, my interview about, you know, when I was a teenager and um, the self-exploration and when other people were saying things about me. I think a lot of my confidence came from my faith. I, I was well-grounded in who I was because I knew there was something greater than me. And that's just me and my journey. So I... I don't think that's everybody's story, but I definitely, um, yeah, I feel very comfortable in saying that my faith helped me through my journey a lot, especially when I was younger. That's good. I think, um, like a lot of us, we were brought up a certain way, right? Mo and, and so I'll, I'll say this about, about faith and we're, we're talking about faith here. We're not necessarily talking about religion, although, right. you know, yes. our faith yeah. is, grounded as you said and based upon what you know i was roman born and raised roman catholic as i think you said you were um initially correct right yeah, yeah. And i think a lot of us a lot of us were and and there's nothing wrong with that i have since as you have i haven't i've developed my own sense of what i believe right yeah. and and yeah. i and so i think that's where um, everything we learn from the moment we're put in in this world uh, is, is, is everything that we know for the most part has been a learned process. It's been taught to us by someone. And at some point we have to do our own exploring and decide for ourselves what we want to believe and what we believe is true, what is fabricated, what has maybe been twisted, what, what and how to believe. And so I think the foundations for all of us, no matter what your religion is, um, I think they're very good. They're strongholds, right, for us. And I think yeah. from there, once we rot, we get into adulthood, and, and as long as you're not following blindly, which I do think a lot of folks do. Um, but that being said, I like you was was born and raised, uh, spent Sundays in the church. Did uh, once we left. You know, high school. I went to you know public school. We had to do you know religion classes and, and all that. So my faith was always there. Um, my it has evolved. I'll say that. And uh, I still attend church on on Sunday, um, but I also I I do you know every morning I pray. Every morning, first thing before I even get out of bed is I pray. Right. Um, that is thanking God for what I have, for the beautiful wife I have next to me, for my two dogs that are up my ass right now, for, you know, for everything that I have before I even set foot to, to get my day started. So let's, right. you don't have to go to a church or a mosque or a temple to practice. But um, I think in the good segue, we segue into, we, we, you have to have some faith, especially today. Yeah. Yeah. And I think 
faith, what you believe in can be anything. It's, it's part, it can be part of your story. What's woven in for you based on experience, based on what works. And I think through my journey, faith is believing even when things aren't working out the way you expect, that's what's tough. Um, right now, nothing is working out the way we all expect, right? So I don't think anyone was like, you know what I would really freaking love is for, I would love to be home for six to eight weeks at least, and to be unsure about work, um, be unsure about my child's education because we all know, I mean, we are doing the best that we can for our uh, kids, um, but it's definitely not the education that we set out for. Um, and be unsure about food and all of those things. So, But to remain faithful during those times in whatever your belief system is, it's really being challenged, right? Because it's definitely not what we're praying for. Um, it's not what we're asking for, to, but to continue that faith that there is a greater purpose, that there is some sort of lesson in this is really difficult. And that's where the faith lies, that there is something, a greater purpose in this. Um, and that's, again, where I, that faith in the pit of your belly, faith in heart center is beautiful and challenging and, and pushes you to the limits. And what would, you, what would you, I guess, say to that person that is questioning, quote unquote, God or whatever the faith, you know, questioning these, these terrible things, you know, how could any God uh, do that? I, oh gosh, I go back and forth on that because I think that this world that we live in and the things that we deal with and handle here, oh gosh, I, I'm, I'm gonna tread lightly, um, aren't always creations of God mm -hmm. or a universal power, whatever that may be. I think a lot of the things that we're dealing with here that are challenges we face on a daily basis are things that are created by humans that are perpetuated by humans. Um, when I hear people say things like, how can terrible things happen to children or to families or these great terrible things that happen to mass amounts of people, um, what's happening right now that's spreading out across the world. Sometimes I think, and again, I, I, I'm being very cautious in what I'm saying. Did we create some of this? Did we create some of this heartache? Did our actions initiate some of this? Sure and we not. need to remain in faith to know that it will get better. Um, and through our faith, do we see the stories that are full of light? through our faith do we see the stories where greatness is happening the 
healthcare workers who are putting in Mm-hmm. every last drop of energy and not just them the people who um the counselors who are helping people get through who are breaking who are like you and I who are breaking but they are relying on their counselors to get them through today tomorrow the next day the people at the grocery stores who yeah. you know they yeah. look at you and they make eye contact and they say just the other day, one said to me, you know, stay, stay healthy. Yeah. And I, just that eye contact and just that, that's greatness. That's human. That's through faith that I saw greatness and impact that, that, that gives me faith in human connection and that there's something bigger than just us in the world. Um, so it's through that, that I'm like, okay, there's, there's something bigger happening. Um, yeah. I, I, does that all make sense so far? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, you definitely, um, you answered the question. I think, right, when you come down to the creation and, and we can sit here and, <coughs> and discuss you know, how we got here, but that's not for the purpose of this episode. But the, I, the reality is, is so much of what, you know, happens today is, is once we've been put here, it's all been human choice. Yeah. So how things have developed and how we've, you know, how this virus, however you d- internally want to view this thing has happened. It wasn't like guys like, oh, I'm going to kill a bunch of people with this virus. I'm going to throw this baby out there and them efforts that haven't mm-hmm. been good lately. You know, that's not how it works. You know, I think so often people want to, you know, when they, people that are questioning faith or anyone's faith in that, well, how can anyone do this? Um, and how can any God do this to, to, to people? And, and it's not, none of that is, is God. Remember we're human beings here and we have a thing called mind and we make decisions on our own and, and right. that's what happens. He's left us this amazing earth to, to stop over him. Right. Cause that's all we're here yeah. for the brief stop. And it's up to us to make it right. And so whether you believe in mother nature or God or Allah, whatever, you, however you name it, it's not them that are doing this to, to, to us. Right. But you're right. I mean, this is, you know, how is, you know, faith happening uh, right now is, is a test of, I think all of our faith. So I think you answered that exactly. You know, at least that's what I was looking for in an answer. I think, I hope that's what our listeners were looking for and that it's not, can't blame God for this, you know, or, the higher power getting back at us, so to speak. This is just not how it works. Yeah. And I think a lot of times too, the challenges come from or perpetuated by sometimes like the evil that's in the world as well in order to challenge us. I think that is what can be a catalyst also. So when things, when wars are initiated, and that's not, obviously not where we are right now, and that's hopefully not what gets, that's not where we're led into at any point in the near future, but that's usually some something or someone who doesn't have good intentions, and that's, that's why that's perpetuated. That's where that's coming from, is someone. Well, who, and, go ahead. Someone who is not clean of heart that's yeah. not someone who is surrounded by whatever great 
um, with that great light, that great wisdom, with God, with Allah, with whoever in the universe with that power. Um, so that's, that's where that is initiated. That's, it's the dark, the dark side, whatever that may be. Yeah, I think, uh, and so I guess the next thing we'll, thing we'll cover then is, you know, they are, you know, our elected officials, you know, they're referring, this is, this is a war on the quote unquote invisible uh, enemy, right? So it's an enemy in that sense. And one that is, taking its toll on people that we love and, and care about and, and maybe not us individually, right. Or directly, but indirectly, we know people who have, you know, right. The six degrees of separation, there's this enemy that's out there. Uh, and that's how they will refer to it. I think that's a little, they're not wrong, I guess, in that, you know, it's a virus, yeah. you know, it's, it's an interesting way to put it. Go ahead. What was that? It's just an interesting way to put it. I don't, a war on an invisible enemy. I just, yeah, the way there, there's a way to protect ourselves. And I, the language I just think is really interesting to use the word war mm -hmm. and make it sound like an antagonist, something time. coming at us. It's just so aggressive. And I don't think that this is aggressive. It's not how I find it. I think that that language is um, to scare people. I think that's yeah. media. And I think you and I have discussed this as well. Yeah. I think that is in order to keep people home. And I understand the point of keeping people home. But I think that's a whole nother topic of how are we going to scare people into staying behind locked doors and staying in their homes um, by using the word war. War is just, it's such an ugly word. Mm. Um, war, I think, I think bomb, I think killing, I think um, blood on the street. Sure. Um, In the sense though, I mean, killing, it is, it is taking innocent people's lives. It is. Yeah. But I think to your, to your point, it's not, it's not war in that, you know, that we conceptualize what war is. Right. So it's not in that sense. I think they you're absolutely right. They do that. It's it's us first time. It's you know, we are fighting this war on and, and you're absolutely right. It's to strike that fear because that's what media and it's not the, the subject matter that we want to get into in this particular one. But when you're hearing that as as a person, you know, on the other end of the TV screen, you know, and in, in, in the fear that gets put in you by all the media outlets. And I get part of it is them doing their job and, and relaying what they know. And then the other part is, is the scare tactic. So that is where your belief, right? In your faith has to override everything else. Yeah. Yeah. As far as that, I feel like I, I wish, I, I wish there was just a respect level for the audience of, mm -hmm that we can understand the uh, level of intensity of the message without having to go to that extreme of war. Um, I do understand how serious it is. I am staying home. I am protecting family and friends by doing what has been advised. I did not need to hear the word war in order, order to get to that point. Um, I did everything that was advised without needing to hear that. So yeah. um, 
yeah, I just, I wish, and I, and maybe other, maybe other people did near need to hear that in order to, to understand the level. I mean, I know there were still people out partying in Miami this week and there are still people gathering in New York city. And hopefully I don't hear about that here locally. Um, and it's definitely concerning that that's still happening. And in order to make the, the curve not get as high and in order to protect people, we need to do what we need to do. But um, yeah, it's, it's just unfortunate that, that it has to go to that extreme. That's. And no, I mean, and so the, the whole, our, our subject matter today was, was having, was, was faith and is faith. And, you know, without faith, let me ask you this, without faith, how, how do you get through? How does one who says, you know, and I mean, I don't really believe in anything. Uh, what do you say to that for like, how can, how can somebody get through this without, without faith? Or can they? You know, I think that over the past 10 years, I've met a lot of people that say they've come away from faith or that they've moved away. You know, they grew up and they always had to go to church or they always had had to do these things and they haven't found themselves in that situation. Um, but I think, I think it's gotta be really difficult when someone passes or when you're going through a difficult time, like if someone is having a really invasive surgery that you love or a medical procedure, or you are, it, it's super helpful to know that you're putting your hands in, in, in God's hands, in a universal power, and knowing that there's something on the other side, whether you're handing that over to move into the next stage, the next phase of whatever this existence is, or um, that that is happening for your loved one. I think it has to be really difficult in my perspective to not know what that could be or to think that there is just nothing. I think that must be really scary because I rely on the fact that there is something for me afterwards. I rely on the fact that, and, and something I didn't, I don't think I shared during my interview. Um, when I had my brain surgery, um, the night before I went in, I sat with my ex-husband and I told him I have had a full life and I absolutely have. I've had so many experiences and I've loved every single, most minutes. I've had really, really good times. I've had really, really bad times. But I said to him, if this is it, I am so calm and so peaceful and I am okay with whatever happens. Like, I don't, I have no regrets about anything. My life is so beautiful and I need you to know that. And the, I think I really freaked him out when I said that, but I said, I just, I, I want to tell you that today because I have no idea what's happening tomorrow because I just felt calm and safe in my face because I knew that whatever reason I was going into the surgery, it was part of my path. Um, but that's because I had faith. I knew that whatever reason it was happening, it was supposed to be there. But faith gave me that. I can't imagine what it would be like if I didn't have that. 
it's got to be difficult. Yeah, it, it has. What else is there, right? You know, what else is is what else is there outside? I don't know. Of, you know, in that, like, what else per, pulls uh, somebody through? And if you talk to the person, you know, they might not actively practice a uh, religion or go to church or go to temple or go to mosque or go to whatever. Um, but when someone's sick or, you know, they'll ask for prayers, well, what are you praying to? Right. right. And I think inadvertently, maybe they just don't want to admit it, but I think every, every single person out there has, they understand what faith is, even if they don't right. put it out there. Yeah. And I just don't, and maybe it's because I have it. I just don't know what, what else is there? Right. Even the person that does it, I don't believe in this. I don't believe in that. You're looking down at the, at the end of days. You're looking down at the end of this. You're looking down at the, the grim situation of not being here. Faith comes around. Yeah. And, you know, faith is the one thing. It's, again, you can't see it, right? Believing, we know, we all know a lot, right? We know things about the Bible. We know things about the, the religious books that we follow. Um, we know right. things about science we know things about all that but the you know what we we don't we know certain things but belief is something you can't see you can't feel you can't touch and you know that's what persevere that's what faith is that's what belief is is right. you can't see it like you can't persevere and that's what we're all doing right now we're persevering through the unknown and you can't persevere without faith right well how does how does someone then say, and we're also trying to be also political, politically correct, right? So you, if people ask for like, you see on posts, like sending positive thoughts because you're not sure if you can say prayer. Yeah. What are positive thoughts? I'm sending you prayers. I'm sending you that energy. So is it is it the same thing? And for some people, if you know that they're practicing, if you know that you can say prayers, you will say that. But isn't it the same thing or for people who believe in karma mm -hmm. karma's energy karma is the universe and that it's giving good getting good back or giving negative energy getting negative energy back how similar is that to faith you're believing that what you're putting out there is coming back to you so it is a belief in some sort of faith system you have your your belief in energy is more powerful than i think you're willing to admit mm -hmm. and is it your fear of putting a label on it because of fear of attachment it's about, yeah. that's it's a great point a, a fear of commitment to something because then it might it might take you into something deeper a fear of expectation that you may have, like you don't want to have to go, have to go to a church. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Just because it, it maybe felt like a punishment when you were younger, or it felt like having to go. It's so interesting because it might be different in adulthood, you know, like kids struggle with what it was, but it can be different now. I don't know, like, I went to Christmas uh, midnight mass because that always, um, I always loved it when I was little. And listening to the words now as an adult, 
completely different story. When I was five, I was like, I want to go to bed. I want to see Santa. Mm -hmm. I, why am I here? Okay. There's a little baby going up and he, he's sitting in a whatever. And there's a donkey. I don't know. His mom rode a donkey, but now the story, what's being said, listening, it's impactful. I'm like, I, I want to, I want to be here. I want to hear more of the story. I want to understand. I want to know why things are happening. So there is, I, I can commit to that now in a different way than when I was younger. It's, I wonder if people would be more willing to give it a second try if they just found the right person to kind of lead them back in, in a, in a safe way. Yeah, I think you're absolutely, I think you're absolutely, uh, that's a good question. And I think that there absolutely is a lot of that from being, you know, you're told you have to do something as a child. You have to believe in this because your parents, whatever, again, doesn't matter the religion. Uh, you weren't like, oh yeah, let's go to church. Like you're told by your parents, right? And when you're told something as a child or anyone, like, hey, you can't do this. Guess what? There is the natural instinct to want to not do it. Right. Right. And so I, and I think some people have, have stayed with that and that's, you know, that's where some of that, and now like you, you're saying, so what you're saying is maybe if this had been brought up later in someone's life or even revisited, right. Maybe there's a different take on religion. Right. Right. And, and maybe even, and just, again, this is all exploratory, but maybe even as a child, if it was explored, like today we're going to go to this church. Yeah. Tomorrow we're going to go to temple. Next week we're going to go check out a mosque and see the differences and learn about the differences. And maybe not every week try something different, but given the opportunity to explore and find what you can attach to that is meaningful, um, or even during your teenagers when you're really exploring that, because it was when I was, a, I learned a lot about it. Going to a Catholic school, you learn about um, different parts of the mass and all of that. So I, I knew what was happening during the mass, but during my teenagers, oh, there must be a, a terrible squirrel trying to attack my home right now. So don't worry, I'm safe. Seen is safe. Um, but, Oh, he must still be out there. Um, but there's, I, I'm sorry, I'm completely distracted by the squirrel. Well, we all know that I get distracted by squirrels. Squirrel. <laughs> He's probably in the house. Um, but during the teenagers, when you're really trying to develop that um, and know what it is, it would be really cool to get to explore and see what you what you can attach to or through college it would just be really interesting what would you say to the person now who is looking who doesn't really necessarily have a faith or a belief but is looking for something to to help navigate through these times like what what can that person do 
right? They don't want to be tied to a religion, but they need help getting through this. I think, especially right now, there are so many places that are live streaming their services. So Google and and Google your local community so that it's easier to, once this is over, get out and actually be a part of that community if that's what you're interested in. So, so you can then go explore a lot of the places, then you can, you can chat with the local community as well. But I, I would recommend trying to stay local just so that you can then find someone. We're all going to be looking for connection once this is over, right? None of us are going to want to connect with someone out of state because then what, what good is that going to do you? So I connect with someone in California. Great. But am I going to be able to go there and be a part of that community? Yeah. No. Um, but I know that the church down the street, I take my pup for a walk every day and right on their sign out front, it says Sunday services streamed on YouTube at 930. Okay. I need to look that up so that on Sundays I can stream that and be a part of that. And then afterwards I can chat with them or I can go and connect with someone there. I think that's a great opportunity if that if that's where I wanna go. Now I can YouTube it and be like, no, not for me, not interested. I don't, the message isn't for me. And then I can find somewhere else. But we're all cruising around our neighborhoods right now. I see people all day walking around their neighborhoods. Some people are getting out and driving just to, to get away, get out of their house. Go look for something, Google Maps it, find what's around you to see what's available and then start exploring what they're putting out there. People are trying as much as they can to be a part of that online community right now. So they want to bring members in. So, so I would definitely say explore. And, you know, if you're not sure about necessarily doing that, I think there's also a lot of maybe it's a podcast that they're putting out there that you could check out. Obviously, after you listen to our podcast every week, you don't want to start inundating yourself with other people. That would be sad. and You would make us sad. Yeah. Um, yeah start with Side Monkey. They're second yeah. on your list. Yes. Maybe add a third one if you have time. Um but yeah, that's what definitely what I would recommend. Most of them have Facebook pages as well that you can look through, see if there's someone on there that you can contact and reach out to and chat. Um, but yeah, that would be a great place to start. I think a good way to kind of close or get into our you know later portion of this the segment topic, if you were the bit as we called it in the first episode, that was the main uh, thing that we did, but. Does a person have to be tied to a religion or a belief in a religion to have faith? No. And I apologize if that's what I made it seem like. Someone no. could definitely also pick up a book. Um, they could start exploring for themselves through meditation. Meditation is a great way to start exploring what you believe in, um, who you are. Who you are is a big question. Um, when it comes to faith, who am I and what am I searching for um, is a great place to land in and, and write it down. Take a journal. What did I explore in meditation today? 
And how did it feel? How did it feel when I was in that moment? Um, that would be a, a, a great place just if you're uncomfortable with reaching out to local places where you want to go. I, I, I would start there. Just take two minutes. If you can get up to five minutes, that's great. But five minutes is it's an aggressive place to go. Five minutes is a long time to sit in meditation. If you've never done it before, start with two, start with one um, and just see how it lands with you. Close your eyes and just sit in silence for two minutes and see where your thoughts go and see what lands, what lands in your heart, what lands in your mind. Um, something great that I uh, learned in one of my meditations was as thoughts come in, acknowledge the thoughts without judgment. So often we're like, oh gosh, I just had a thought come in. I'm terrible at meditation. I don't want to be here. Yeah. We just say, hey thought, I see you. I acknowledge you. And now I let you go. And then when the next thought comes in, hey, I see you thought, cool. I let you go. And just keep letting that happen. And don't worry about it. Because it's happening to all of us. It happens to me. I'm sure it happens to you when you're meditating. No, no. We can't if we keep judging ourselves for that, then we'll spend, we'll never ever think we're good at it. Yeah. That was really, I mean, we'll, we'll have a whole prize segment in, in a whole uh, episode on, on meditation and how to do that. Right. Uh, yeah. But it is a very, it's a misconception. I think that if you if you haven't meditated before that you've got to completely not have a single thought come in, you're supposed to be in this Zen place. And it's all about grounding yourself again, coming back, to center right going back yeah. okay this comes in like you say let it go so many folks especially me when i first started like man i'm not good at this well what does that mean but yeah you know that is so the other thing i would say i want to touch on and get your thoughts on are you know that so we've focused this whole episode around faith we haven't done much on defining what faith is you know by definition so by definition faith means uh, complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Or second, uh, strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. Okay. One two of those that you do both noun, right? Faith in that it is a noun, but two, I guess, types of definitions for the word faith. I think my personal opinion is that they are one in the same just two different ways of saying it. Yeah, I believe, I think faith is just the ultimate belief in something, someone, mm -hmm. whatever you're going to put your faith in. Um, and then holding that accountable, whatever way that's going to be, and, tr and holding ultimate trust. So having faith, that there is like an ultimate power, an ultimate universe, but then realizing that they will not always answer my calls because I am, I am not the ultimate to them. I think that's a good understanding between me and that ultimate universe because I want the universe to or, or God to answer to my request to end the COVID virus right now. That's not the ultimate 
Amanda's request for that, that's not the priority. The priority is to, in my opinion, maintain free will mm-hmm. from what I originally learned, maintain free will for all human beings. Now, if that is maintained across the board to end the COVID virus, that probably can't be maintained because there's some levels of free will that would probably have to be infringed upon in order to end the COVID virus. I'm sure. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not all knowing. No. Um, but I bet it would have to be infringed upon in order to do that, right? Because some people would have to be kept in, some people would have to be let out, in quotes, whatever that means. There would have to, some people would have to know more than others, and that would have to be ultimate light for some people. Some people would have to be blinded. So therefore, that ultimate free will would be infringed upon. Therefore, it can't happen. Therefore, COVID virus continues. And again, this is all said by little Amanda sitting on Side Monkey podcast. So who knows how right Amanda is, but that's just my perspective. Um, I, yeah, that's that's my faith. Yeah, I think it, it doesn't have to be, it be different for all of us. You know what I mean? It can be different. Oh my gosh, yeah. You know, oh, I'm I'm losing it. That's You lost me? No, I got you now. I got you now. close to personal. Yeah. Just so anyone knows, I definitely got closer to the screen. To the camera, yeah. No, I think, you know, and that's what this is about. This is about, you know, you and I discussing, you know, our faith, your faith, what and how to navigate through this. You know, if you don't have faith, how can you get through this? I think those are that that was something that we also discussed. And there's no right or wrong, right? Um, you know, it's really about exploring the significance and importance of faith, right? I think those two definitions are there for, for both parties. The person that has to be tied into a religion has to have some sort of faith. It's there for you. But the person that doesn't want to be tied in but does know that there maybe is something better or something higher or something bigger than you and I uh, may take and adapt and gravitate toward that first uh, def- definition of, of the word faith. What we're trying to get across today, I think is our main objective is that faith is a must to endure. Faith is a must to overcome uh, what seem to be insurmountable things. Because without that, as I said earlier, without faith, one cannot persevere. You can't push through. Um, because having faith is having a trust in, in something and, and it's an unknown. Right. But that faith is what allows us to go throughout our days today, tomorrow, the next 30, maybe that we're sitting in a house and know that it's going to be all right. Because right now, everyone's wondering, when is this over? You know, is this going to end? Right. And I think I've, I'm pretty good. And I I have, I'm going to say, I have faith that we're going to come out of this. There's certainly going to be and already has been a uh, loss of life and sacrifice uh, of those. Um, we've all sacrificed and, 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 you know, the, the luxuries of, of life, some of the simple things of life. And, but we get through this together. We get through this knowing that again, whether it's my belief, whether it's your faith, whether it's somebody who, who believes in, in their God, 
whether they believe in the universe, Mother Nature, Allah, uh, Buddha, you name it. Um, it's having that faith that what you believe in is going to carry you through this. And I, right, I think that if you can adhere to one of those two definitions of faith, it's going to be easier, right? Not easy, but easier to pull and push through these times. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Now, was there anything in particular that we didn't cover on faith that, that you really want to speak into? No, I think that's it. I think I just want people to feel comfortable with whatever they believe in. Like, trust your process because it will mm. it will come and go along your path. Like, there were times when my faith has been really, really strong. I've been all in every Sunday, reading books on faith constantly. And then there have been times where I've had to step away for whatever reason, because I just wasn't in that frame of mind. I've struggled because of where I, I was at that point in my life. Um, faith is a journey, just, just mm -hmm. like life. And it just depends on where you are. But it, no matter where I've been, it's always been in the back of my mind or in, in my heart at, somewhere. And I've always known and felt um, a great, just a greater purpose. There's something bigger than me out there. Um, so that's just, for me, that's always what I felt. I don't know how you felt about your faith. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's one, it's the thing I've turned to whenever I've been uh, down and out and I've been down and out many times. Um, that's that one thing that pulls you back. I mean, if you look at, you know, those that succeed in, in drug addiction and things like that, or any sort of addictions, there's usually, you know, whether it's the 12 step program, but the, there's a belief in a higher power. There's a belief that, you know, you don't have to go at it alone. Cause so many times we feel like we're up. It's, it's scary and, it, and it's scary and it's lonely going at things alone. Uh, yeah. and, and that's where faith comes in to know that you're not in it by yourself. You know, you're not alone in this and and so faith is is more than going to church it's more than going to your you know whatever religious ceremony it's yeah. it's having a belief it's practicing it's knowing that there is something out there beyond the self and so for me uh you know to answer i guess you know what you had brought up was that yeah for i know what i believe in like I, and it's not you know unfortunately i love my grandma god rest your soul my grandfather's 91 still here it's probably not the same uh 100%. Like I don't follow uh, the Catholic church 100. I just don't. Um, I think the Bible was, was put here for us and it was one of the best teaching books out there. Um, but in 2000 years later, we, we've got to put that into perspective. We've got to follow, uh, you know, there's things that said in there about, you know, we talked about this before about, you know, gays or, or this or that. And certain like, no, like you, you got to come from a place of love, like in whatever religion, whatever faith it is, like you, you got to love each and every person. Yeah. Um, and so, so my, my perception, my belief system is very much rooted in that, but you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, realizing one thing, whatever the God that I've been informed in and I believe in and I've chosen to believe is mine is yours the same for you same for the other person same for this person and I think if we can get a little bit more in tune with that and realize that you know what maybe we just we just read a different book right yeah we're all going about the same God which is something that is higher and bigger than each one of us 
And when we need them most, that's what helps us get through. It's what keeps our sanity. It's what gives us the belief and that good feeling that, you know what, it's going to be okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and faith helps guide with love as well. I mean, that's isn't that what faith and religion should be leading to is is love for each other. I think, mm-hmm. and we, I suppose we should have talked about that more, but that's ultimately what it was religion and faith are there for, to guide us to treat each other with love, with kindness. Mm-hmm. So if that's not what it's doing, it's not really doing its job. Yeah. It's supposed to make us feel better about the lives that we're leading, help guide us on the life that we're leading and help us treat each other well. That's, yeah. that's what it's there for. That's the purpose. Yeah, and I think a lot of times it's, it's easy to get lost. Uh, it's easy for, for a lot of folks to get lost in that. But the reality is, is like, that's at the, at the root of it, any of them, is that simple four-letter word, you know, love. Yeah. And, and the five-letter word, faith, you know, right? It's uh, it's five letters. Um, is is that it's that belief, you know? And, and that in times like this, where people are scared, there's so much fear in a lot of people. There's so much despair. There's so much uncertainty. The only way to get through and navigate this is through faith. I agree. Through faith and reaching out to one another with love. Yeah. That's a whole another. We got to do another episode on on that four letter word because maybe next week. Oh, we can. All right, there we go. Look at we are so good at that. And (laughs) segways. We should just rename it from side monkey to perfect segway. Segway, and then we can get a picture of both of us on a segway. (laughs) Yeah. Your luck, though, I would run you over just like I dropped you when you did uh, side monkey at Thin Man. Yeah. I'll have yeah. to. I'll keep on my own side of the road if I don't. <laughs> you should. You should. Oh man. So. So anyway. So anyway, that was good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it was Who's a good that? matter. It's one that you know we try and be as current right now as we can. We try and be the. We try and be on the forefront of this COVID nineteen. I think we were when we were talking about social social isolation and the importance of that. Still, don't think we got our props for that, but that's cool. That's cool. We don't do props. We know we started that shit. I know. Seriously. What are we going to talk about when this is over? <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll have a lot. We'll have a lot. Okay, perfect. I'm we'll glad go. you have faith. I'm glad yeah. you have faith. <laughs> oh, damn. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Um, but. Good stuff. We uh, will continually do what we can to to help navigate, especially right now, and get you guys through these times. With that being said, we'll talk a little bit about that uh four letter word love yeah i was waiting i was waiting for you on that um but <laughs> i was trying to think of other four letter words <laughs> i know i know well, i use a lot but we're not going to talk about that that's a different that's after covid 19. yeah we'll talk about that oh, after yikes. yeah yikes. yeah so with that we're going to talk about that next week we're getting these episodes out a little bit earlier just so that because one we know people got a lot of time on their hands now, why not listen to Maddie Ice and Amanda Scrubs Muldoon yeah. discuss things that are important, like faith. And next week, we'll talk a little bit about love and love for one another and how uh, 
tragedy in times like this bring that out, uh, which is which is huge. Um, so what do you want to leave us with here? Other than uh, if you want to find us, where's that at? So you can find me at Sakaski, S-A-K-K-A-S-K-I, or you can email me at a.m-u-l-d-o-o-n-s-k-i at yahoo.com. What about you? Oh, me. That is going to be at MacFitness100. That's for Instagram. That's for Facebook. You can also email me, Matt, at MacFitness100.com. That's where you can find me. And I'm pretty sure that's it. What What's our quote? What are we leaving people with here today? So today's quote I got from Switch on Your Brain Every Day by Dr. Carolyn Leaf. Um, so I read this every morning to start my day. And this is the quote from today. The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts. So I am helped and my heart exalts. And with my song, I give thanks to him. And that's from Psalm 28, 7. So thank you, Matt. Thank you, Amanda. And a continuous reminder to everyone to stay safe. But more importantly, have faith. Till next episode, guys. Live your life in abundance. Peace and love. Peace out.